your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to a Friday of Lacrosse Talk PM. We've made it. We've made it to Friday. We've made it through maybe the cold spell one more day. I think of that. 608-785-7914 is the talking text line if you want to get in here. You could do that. No Trigoski today. The political science professor is ill, so he I gave him the day off. But then I made Adam Murphy come on, who is also my he's my political blowhard. Adam, when when you when you get all these degrees that you want, what are you going to do with them? Because you're you're old, <laughs> and you have, you're going back to college as one of these non trads. Uh, so Adam Murphy's a he, he's a small business owner, so I think he'll be all right. He owns Big Bang LLC out of Milwaukee, uh, economics and political science degrees, which he says any any and maybe every politician should have both of these degrees uh, if they're going to be politicians. I think ec- actually just economics, right? Political science maybe is the nefarious thing that politicians should do so they know how to game the system. Would you say that? Well, my focus in political science was also on constitutional law. And I think, I don't know, reading the Constitution and, you know, reading some Supreme Court cases is something that, you know, politicians should do, too. But is there is there some gamesmanship in there? Uh, I, we can make an argument for that, absolutely. I studied political psychology. That was so fascinating, right, why why people vote the way they do. Um, so there's, there's, a, there's a lot of benefit. But economics, absolutely. Good grief, our politicians don't understand economics. Um, All right. So uh, let's see here. A couple of things. I didn't write them all down because I'll I'll vent about my truck here in a minute. But Spy Balloon, either we could talk about Spy Balloon, we could talk deeper about China, or we could talk about the media just talking about Spy Balloon. There's like three different ways we could take that. Uh, there's a there's apparently a balloon from China flying over the the Montana. Maybe it's made its way past Montana. I don't know. Um, organ donation. So, in a organ donation, how is well, why would we talk about that? Well, there's a bill by Democrats. Uh, is it Massachusetts? I think in Massachusetts uh-huh. that says uh, prisoners can donate their organs essentially to to uh, reduce their jail time. Um, in Wisconsin, I want to talk about the flat tax a little bit. And, um, oh, and then sticking with, like, medical stuff. or uh, Mr. Beast, he's, like, a popular, like, I guess you would just say social media star. He's millions of followers. Uh, a rich guy, a rich white guy, essentially. But uh, he just did this video where he he took a 1,000 people to the doctor to clear, to clear up, like, a very temporary. Cataracts. Like, yeah, cataracts, that's right. Um, a very simple surgery. I think it takes like five, 10 minutes. Uh, and then those people can see again. <laughs> so, and this is a, it's controversial apparently in a way, like why would, you know, this guy just wants attention. And, uh, th- so it's weird that that would be the controversy, but also like my, in my head, the controversy is like, why aren't we as a, as a society, uh, doing things like these, there's probably there's probably hundreds of things, Adam, that ailments that people are suffering. They can't go to the doctor, and it, it would be they could clear it up in ten minutes if they just had you know one doctor visit. Absolutely, and it's you know that story and, and what you said about uh, you know he's is he doing it for attention and you know why is he doing it is is a, a, a just kind of an interesting component of our reality today, and it gets into the media, and it gets into coverage, and it gets into how people think about 
you know, uh, quite frankly, how people think about other people. And so he, it was a thousand people that he was uh, providing cataract surgery for, right? Which is a couple hundred dollars, uh, sometimes as little as 25 bucks. So it's not a, a necessarily a ton of money. So let's say, uh, just to make it easy, he spent $250,000. For a thousand people to be able to see, that's incredible. The fact that we're not doing that goes to your point about like universal health care or Medicare for all. Why are we as a society not doing that? Uh, but the, the comment that, you know, is he doing it for, for attention? It's something that I ran into a little bit as a small business owner, and I've had some level of success um, for, well, 19 years now, which, is, which has been nice. And when I was running, I, I, I vividly remember I had one person just attacking me because I wasn't donating to the organizations that they thought were important to donate to. <laughs> and... And I don't publicize my donations, right? It wasn't something that I used as part of, uh, you know, my political campaign. Um, and, and I didn't do anything along the lines of, of what Mr. Beast has just done here, of course. Um, but it's, it, you know, I, I had someone going after me because why didn't I care about you know, the foster care kids in Los Angeles? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, well, I don't live in Los Angeles. I don't know about the foster care problem, you know, right. the foster kids problem in Los Angeles. Um, I live in Milwaukee. And so what do I contribute to? I contribute to those things that are important to my friends, my family, my employees, right? I had an uh, employee spouse who passed away from lung cancer. Okay, we contributed to the Lung Cancer Society uh, as well as, you know, to him and, and, and his family. But I'm not going to publicize that. Right. And but by the same token, when you have a level of success and you're not seen as uh, as contributing, right, especially as a Democrat, I'll throw that out there, um, then it's the, well, you have all this money, why aren't you doing more? Uh, well, because I'm not publicizing it. I do what I can in the background for the people that I, that I can help. Uh, so it's an interesting... It, I, I just think it's really interesting, and it happens with politics all the time, no matter what the topic of... You get attacked from one side or the other, right? right. Uh, where you're in, you're in office for too long, uh, or you're brand new and you don't know anything. Well, you can be attacked either way, um, and this is one of those. But but getting back to, you know, why it's why it's tragic that the a private individual is doing this is that's unfortunately the American healthcare system, uh, right. and it's and it's dumb. And yeah. it's expensive. I mean, he right? he it's has bad. a tweet, Mr. Beast uh, t- tweets out after this because you know there's some pushback and and do we really need to know? Hey, why are you doing this? I, I mean, it, it, it's so popular that we're talking about it, and people might go and check Mr. Beast out on social media, so he gets a couple of followers. So I don't know, like that's fine. But he go he tweets out, I don't understand why curable blindness is a thing. Why don't governments step up and help and step in and help? Even if you're right. thinking purely from a financial standpoint, it's hard to see how they don't ROI, return on investment on taxes, from people being able to work again. So, Right. Absolutely. Even if we just want to be purely economic about it, if we, right. even if we just want to say these people would, would have a positive economic impact on society— that could be reason enough. Right. There should be the, reason enough, the let alone on, it's good for them. <laughs> the only reason why we want to cure your blindness, which will take 10 minutes, is so that we can get you back to work so you can pay income taxes. Unless Republicans have their way, 
in which we won't pay income taxes. I want to get Eric from Sparta's calling in. Eric, you're on with Adam. Go ahead. Yeah, I wondered uh, about this spice holiday. Apparently it's over uh, Kansas now, and uh, Biden does nothing about it. Makes excuses. He's a soft, weak president. And by the way, if you think cataract surgery only costs you 200 bucks, man, you're out of your mind. Thanks. Okay. Right. Okay, so let me address the cataract surgery first. It's potential, it's possible to be that inexpensive. Yeah. It's not what your health insurance is paying. It's not what the medical uh, system is charging. Okay, so let's, uh, let, me, let me throw well, this, uh, this, let me, uh, this, this out let's, there for Eric. Okay. Time out, time out. We've got we to take a break. Yep. There's a news back. Sam's got to do the news. We'll be back. We'll kind of break that down in a minute with Adam Murphy. All right. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM 608-785-7914. Adam's doing the show off the air, and then I have to cut him off off the air to do the show on the air. <laughs> uh, Adam Murphy's on with us. He's a small business owner. Big Bang LLC is his business. It's techie. It's techie. Um, and, yeah, he's – oh, you know what? I didn't say it, and you kind of mentioned campaign, but he is also our failed Democratic U.S. Senate candidate here in Wisconsin, one of, I think, a baker's dozen of people that ran – um, but we were talking about Mr. Beast, a very popular person on social media, a uh, rich white guy, spends, you know, however much money to cure a thousand people's, to get a thousand people cataract surgery. And uh, he puts it out there. He's like, I don't know why this just isn't a thing. Like, why wouldn't the government step in or, or society or why wouldn't we figure out a way? Essentially, why wouldn't we do the universal health care, at least for, for this, for this or just... Right. You know, like put an initiative out there to give everyone cataract surgery. We could do things one at a time, I guess, uh, or just go all in. But um, Eric called in, said, you know, because we mentioned it could be like 20 bucks to do the surgery or 200 bucks. And Eric called in from Sparta and said, yeah, that's a joke. It's There's no way it's 200 bucks to do this. Well, and I'm just using numbers that came out of the article. Um, but when we deal with, with health care overall in the United States, so, and, and by healthcare, I'm talking everything, right? The entire system. We right now are spending 20% of GDP, $1 out of every five that is spent in this country, is somehow related to health. Um, and when we look at other countries that have universal health care, which is most of the rest of the industrialized world, by the way, the next highest is only 14%, um, and most are closer to 10%. So, what this tells us is that we're actually spending about twice as much on health care, we have fewer people covered as a percentage of our population, and our health outcomes kind of suck. We're on par with Chile. And I don't know about you, but I don't put Chile way up there when I think of, you know, like uh, amazing health care. Um, I had a, uh, one, of my, one of the Ph.D. students who was uh, in economics, was a, a TA here at University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, where I'm doing my master's, uh, she actually wound up, she had some, and I, I forget the exact um, uh, medical diagnosis that she had, but it was precancerous. And even though she was a covered by the University of Wisconsin's healthcare, which is pretty damn good, she actually wound up flying back home to Turkey because she could get um, the, the coverage and, and the healthcare that she needed faster going back home to Turkey than she could staying here in the United States. And so when Eric says that you can't get a cataract surgery for 25 bucks or 200 bucks, he's probably right. But again, that's, 
the health insurance companies, what they're paying, the healthcare systems and the medical systems and, and the hospitals, as these all get, um, you know, monopolized uh, into, into these, these massive systems. And they're all designed to make money. That's the most important part of things. And they're literally charging us twice as much, at least twice as much as we should be, and not giving us the coverage and service that we need. All right. so, Eric's, Eric's calling back, so I'll just see. Eric, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, um, never mind. Um, yeah, the you know what's funny, too, is, is some of the stuff that there's some instances here in the cross where if I wanted to if I want to go get an x-ray, I can go to the hospital and insurance maybe may or may not cover it. I have no idea. Like, right. But there is like a, a separate doctor's office in town that just does cash based. And you can go on their website and go x-ray $25 or whatever. Well, I don't know what it is. I think it's 25, 50 bucks or something like that. And there's a whole list of things that they do. And you can just see how much all the things are. Um, and then there's another thing at one of the hospitals where you can go see a physical therapist. And if I, and I've done it through insurance, which ends up costing like $330 to see a physical therapist for like 45 minutes. But if but they also have this program where the first time you go to see the physical therapist it's $125 for the hour and then the next time it's $100 every time after that it's $100 but that's without insurance. If you go and without the insurance it's it's like a third of the price. So I mean when we when we talk about like what what our insurance does for us that's what it does it just jacks up the price. Uh, Eric your radio's on Eric. All right, so Eric, we'll put him on hold for a minute. Let him gather himself. Um, so yeah, that's my take, Adam. Oh, I hung up on Adam. Um, all right, Eric, you got go ahead, Eric. Yes, uh, my cataract surgery cost me six thousand dollars a night. You talk about other industrial industrial isolation, the big neighbors like Germany. The only thing about Germany is they take half your pay out of your uh, out of your. Uh, Taxes just to pay for the health care services over half of your pay. Can you afford that? Thanks. Yeah, there's yeah the the taxes the taxes in other countries because of because, yeah sorry uh, the taxes in other countries. Eric just just talked about how in Germany like half your taxes go to you know p- sure. to pay for health insurance and whether it's half or not, but but like. It, it, the the amount of taxes that they're taking out to pay for your Medicare for all is less than the amount of taxes that come out to pay for your health insurance. So yeah, it's it's Correct. so. I mean, but it but it, it it stings, right? It makes us cringe. Oh, more taxes. So that's and that's why we don't do it because we have this stigma. I don't know. I think it's a stigma that we can't trust the government to do our health care, which is probably a little bit true. Well, and you hear that a lot, right? I don't want the government controlling my health care. And, and here's the important part of this. That's not what universal health care is. Right. Um, it's, it's universal health insurance is a better way to, to describe it. Uh, it's not the government making decisions about who's going to get health care. And by the way, think about this. This is an important thing to, to, to understand is that somebody is making that decision for you. Whether it's your health insurance company, we've all been, we've all fought our healthcare companies, right? Um, I've had it with my employees. I had an employee whose you know wife, uh, her doctor wanted to get an MRI. They went and got the MRI, and then our insurance. And we have like literally the best health insurance you can buy. It was like, nope, we're not going to pay for it. Um, so, 
it's not the government making the decision. What it is is it's the government paying the insurance. And the United States government has the potential to be the largest insurer in the world, which means that prices are less, right? That's why that's the advantage of it. Right now, Congress has, has got it set up uh, so that Medicare, and this was one of the things that was debated last year, but that Medicare can't negotiate drug prices. Medicare is the biggest health insurance company in the United States, and they're not allowed to negotiate prices with, with the drug manufacturers. Who do you think has influenced that? <laughs> <laughs> right, and there's where the nefarious thing and, and the, the, I guess, how universal health care gets soured, right, because we can't trust the politicians. Right, and this so it doesn't. It's not death, you know. Uh, what did they call them? The the uh, not death camps, uh, uh, where basically you know politicians are going to be making decisions as to who gets health care and, and not. That's not the way that it's set up at all. That's not the design of it. Um, we don't want. You're right. We don't want the government making making those decisions. We simply want the government negotiating the rates and and getting it paid for and getting it done so that like this cataract scenario. Right or um, the the big one that happened last year was associated with um, uh, was it diabetes uh, uh, insulin right um, and capping insulin at thirty five dollars a month well that's not unreasonable but the GOP fought against it the drug companies fought against it and so the only people that right now that affect are I believe government employees um, so you know as as part of that system but. That's day-to-day necessary for life, um, not to mention improved health and all of that, which, like the it's cataract a, surgeries, benefits us. Um, we, we have. We have enacted that. Uh, it was, I don't know what bill it was, but the, as, of, as of this year, Medicare members, their insulin, right. anyone over 65, their insulin's capped at $35. Okay. okay. So, okay. so it, was, it was Medicare, right? So it was, it was a small, so it's not nationwide, but it's Medicare, which, again, is a large group of people. Um, and so that's the thing. And, and you know, when, when you talk about, uh, you know, countries that have higher taxes and stuff like that, oftentimes, A, yes, they, they may well have higher taxes, but what are you currently paying for your health insurance and your co-pays and everything else that goes along with it? The other thing that becomes a really big factor when we look at it economically is there are so many people that don't go and have things taken care of, like cataract surgeries, right. because of the additional cost that it's for them, right? For those co-pays or, you know, their insurance doesn't cover it. So when people get on Medicare, there is a massive jump, right? For, for Eric and, and the people that are listening, I am willing to bet that you have friends or family members that as soon as they got on Medicare had their knees replaced. Well, that also means, because it was they could finally afford it, that also means that they lived in pain for however many years, before they, my, my barber did it. As soon as he got on Medicare, he had his knees and his wrists done. But it meant he, le- he lived in pain for years. Well, A, that's not cool, let's be honest. But it's also bad for us economically because then people can't work as well as efficiently. Well, Their life sucks. And on top let's of that, it's, it's bad for you because your haircuts probably suffered. <laughs> did your haircuts get better? <laughs> <laughs> you know, my mother gives me grief because I go to a bald barber. But um, so that's that's part of this is that yes, there is this perception of of cost, but the truth is is that it is a savings. Again, simple math: we spend twenty percent of all the money in this country, and we are the wealthiest country in the planet. Twenty percent of all of our money is on healthcare. 
Nobody else comes close to that number. And our health care sucks. We can do it better and cheaper and actually make more money off of the whole thing. 608-785-7914. Adam Murphy's sticking around with us on a Friday in place of UW Lacrosse political science professor Dr. Anthony Chergoski. There is like double stuffed chocolate Oreos in here. Um, Adam, I give them uh, to you that we got from a show this morning. We went to a chocolate shop this morning, uh, Finati's, the uh, the candy shop here. So you're missing out by being out of town. And so is Chagoski, though, by the way. Um, but we got to take a news break. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk text line. Adam Murphy's on, well, he's not in studio with me. He's on with me for this hour. Adam Murphy is our political blowhard. Bring him on here every once in a while. He had a, He's filling in for Tregoski, who's out sick today. So I couldn't even make Tregoski call in on the phone. That's how sick he is because he is obsessed with doing the show on Friday, which I love. Um, but over the break, we were kind of talking about, well, Okay, so we were talking about Mr. Beast earlier and this this story about how he cured a thousand people's blindness. And I think it went a little viral. I think this because we're trying to figure out like what in media, what is what how is media changing? I guess we're having a deep conversation, Adam and I, over the break uh, about how media is changing. And um, if people don't know this, we, we talk about fake news CNN. Fake news CNN is is trying to change their what culture adam what would you talk how would you call it essentially the cnn is trying to change into more of a fox news station more entertainment uh the the current management is much more conservative um and you know when we we talk about numbers and this was really interesting for me when i was running for the with the u.s senate campaign too is you know cnn has half a million viewers fox has a million viewers uh you know on a big night maybe it's you know two or three million well, there's 330 million people in the country. Right. So they seem really, really big, and they're really, really small. Right? They're not nearly as powerful as we think, and they play off of each other, right? MSNBC and CNN and Fox are always showing each other's programs and what ridiculousness was said over here and what have you. So we were just talking about Mr. Beast, right? So he, he paid for, for cataract surgery for 1,000 uh, people to, to, to get surgery. And I just pulled it up. So he's on YouTube, but he's also on TikTok and on Twitter. But YouTube is where he plays the most. He's got 131 million people following him. 131 million. And the blind, uh, the, the cataract surgery was posted just six days ago and has already been viewed 81 million times. Now think about that relative to Fox News, which is the biggest news cable company. Three million, one to three million is how many watch Fox News. He's got 81 million just on this one video okay. just in the last six days. How many people follow him on YouTube? 131 million? 131 million. Okay, right. just so to compare. Country. Just to compare, <laughs> Fox News has 10.3 million subscribers on YouTube. So. Right. right. <laughs> so he's, he's 13, what, 13 times bigger? Uh, 10 times bigger? So, so it's the- really interesting. Well, the thing too is because uh, I was we were I was listening to a podcast talking about um, Gutfeld is like the the new I think it's like the right wing night comedy show so and and it's it's become I think the most popular like it's more popular than Jimmy Kimmel or whatever I, I think they all play at the same time so it's like the the right wing version of that and and, sure. you, and we're talking about like the the viewership of this stuff and I just like when when somebody says Fox News is the most popular. Uh, news station or news show or whatever show it is, it's the most popular in the country. 
we all we we might have to take all of that with a grain of salt because not most of the country is watching TV news anymore. So it's it's this kind of it's kind of the same thing: the silent majority or the uh, loud minority. Um, people just people are just t- consuming, however you know, television or videos or information not on the boob tube anymore. <laughs> right, right. When when I was when I was running for Senate. Um, Alex Lasry, the, the vice president of the Bucks, right, multi-millionaire, uh, threw fifteen million dollars at his primary campaign, which was a, a ridiculous amount of money. And most of what he spent went to television ads. And I was dumbfounded because about sixty to sixty-five percent of people get their news from social media, from Twitter, from Facebook, from TikTok, you know, from YouTube, whatever it might be. Only about 35% of people actually watch the news, right, local, local news. Mm-hmm. And so for uh, – I have a friend of mine who's actually a news producer at one of the TV stations here in Milwaukee. And their big thing during, during political campaign season is that's when they make the money, most money on the news because that's when the most political ads happen. And so it's actually local news is the biggest driver of revenue. Uh, for local TV stations. Now, at the national level, one of the one of the quotes that came out of uh, some of the stuff that you and I were talking about was that you know news should not be for profit. Um, well, in today's world, it is right. Back in Walter Cronkite's day, it was not, but today it is, and that's both local as well as national. And but on from the television side and the cable side, what all of these guys are seeing is a increased competition, right? Because there's more and more channels out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, then the the media component or the the, the internet component, where uh, it's kind of like uh, you know, once upon a time there were people uh, you know, the the recording industry, the music recording industry was uh, was opposed to um, cassette tapes because people could record music, and then they were opposed to writable CDs because people could record high fidelity music, and then they were opposed to MP3s. Uh, because then people could share music and Napster, right? And, and yeah, I just I, 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 I just saw I just saw a tweet or a meme or whatever you want to talk about. Something like I still remember the day when my mom like turned off my computer and it was at ninety nine percent of downloading a Napster file that had been <laughs> downloading for seventeen hours, and I still right. remember. You know, it's 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 like I remember where I was when Mom turned off the computer when my Napster file was ninety nine percent complete after seventeen that's, hours. That's awesome, and that's right. And and then uh, you know, Apple Music and everything else. And and at every step, the the industry that was the the monopoly fought against those changes and lost. <laughs> I mean, in, and, in terms of music artists, though. They kind of have a point, right? Like the, all of that stuff is destroying their industry, their their art, I should say. The well, now when we get to um, uh, like Pandora and whatnot, I'm trying to think of the other the Spotify, sure. Spotify. Um, but Pandora and Spotify and you know SiriusXM, they all pay royalty fees, um, and so it's a different model, and that requires change. But I just saw a graph. Uh, within the last day or two, that shows that Justin Bieber is more popular than the Beatles, which is very disturbing as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but right, he's got 50 million downloads uh, of, of his music. He's getting a penny a piece, whatever it might be. Right? They've figured out the math on it. They figured out how they how to do it. 
And now we're having that with video because we can, with you know, 4G and 5G, we can stream it, you know, 100 meg access, uh, internet access coming into your home and Netflix and YouTube and, you know, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, and, and we're talking about this a little bit, right? Everybody wants a piece. So Disney pulled out of Netflix because Disney wanted to get all the money for themselves rather than sending their movies through Netflix. Um, so it'll all break up, and then it's all going to consolidate again. Right, we're getting there. the way that it goes. And they will figure it out, but there are going to be some that are absolutely going to be left behind, right? We don't buy cassette tapes anymore. <laughs> we don't buy CDs anymore, uh, right? I, I still buy 4K DVDs because I have a 4K DVD player, but most of us just stream everything. Well, hopefully you're not going to like Target to buy those because I think you can just go to the secondhand stores and, and find... I mean, if you're trying to get a new movie, I suppose. But um, I, I, I admit I wind up a target. I'm looking at. So I don't even know how to take this because I'm looking at the top most, the top 50 most watched TV shows of 2022, and it's all the first 10 are are football, except the State of the Union address, and then the rest of them. I believe the rest of them are literally sports, except number 24 is the midterms. And um, if I go down here, I think there's a January 6th committee. It's 47th. And the Super Bowl is obviously it's number one, and thirty ninety nine point two million people watched it. But I have no idea what that means. Is that on TV? Because you, you, when you talk about all this stuff going to streaming, there is a there is a case here where the streamers are like, we want it there because we can literally track who's watching what, as opposed to when it's out on the airwaves. Right? It's hard, a little hard, like the radio right now. It's a little harder to know who's listening or how right. many people oh, yeah. are listening. Right. So radio and local TV are getting crushed right now. Right, everybody's got a DVR in their home for the most part. Okay, not everybody, but uh, you know a lot, so people can skip past commercials, which is where local television made its money. And so this then leads to the fights where you're seeing Directv, uh, you know, or Dish, and how much are they willing to pay for a channel to be on there, right, uh, on, on their right. their lineup? Um, yeah, so it's it's this massive, massive change, and it and I do I think it's very similar to what happened to the music recording industry. But now we're at the point where we've got enough bandwidth to stream video. Well, that is now completely changing the entire video scene, whether we're talking television or talking movies um, and, uh, and, and politics, right? Which is, of course, where I came in with all of this is, listen, as a politician, you should be absolutely out there, whether it's on YouTube or TikTok or however it is that you want to do, doing videos. You should be talking with people. Well, are you worried? Uh, because we can engage. You have, a, what is it, 130,000? How many people follow you on TikTok? 30,000. 30,000. Um, but are you worried or do you do you look, I mean, you must think about this. The Wisconsin state government has banned TikTok, right? <laughs> now the Republicans have banned it. Um, uh, let's make that clear. Um, so but I think it's a done deal. Right. I, I, I think, is it a done deal or does the governor have to sign that? I think the governor yeah, agreed I'd, to that. I'd have to look. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I, I don't know. And it would be for government employees and, and stuff. Right. And what makes me laugh there is the argument is, well, it's a, a Chinese company and they're going to use all of your data and, and what have you. Well, first of all, we're putting it all out there for free. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's be clear. We are the product. Right. <laughs> right. We're, 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 we're both the product and the consumer. But whatever I put out on TikTok, if I do a, a game theory video talking about inflation, I want people to see it. I don't care if the Chinese figure out that I understand game theory. Um, now, the argument that's made is, well, the Chinese could then use it to put out disinformation and target you with it. Well, 
let's be honest, the Republicans are already putting out plenty of disinformation. I'm not particularly concerned. Let's let's um, let, let's get into this in a minute uh, because I wanted to, because okay. we can talk China and then balloon. I want to work the balloon in there. But Governor okay. Evers said uh, this story is from November. Oh no, that's the picture. This story is from January sixth. Uh, he said that that week that he will soon ban TikTok on state phones. So it is it is maybe okay. eventually. Um, but anyway, real quick, we'll be back. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. 608-785-7914. The Cold Friday. Adam Murphy is joining us this hour in place of Chergoski, who's out sick. So I brought Adam in. I think you were on last week, too, Adam. I think I had to do I this was. you this, as well. This is so. exciting. Yeah, I'm going to have to start paying you in double-stuffed chocolate Covered, they're chocolate covered double stuff Oreos. So you can I, only imagine. I am in. I am in. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. Like the Oreos aren't enough. Tragoski needs them du- chocolate dipped as well. Um, all right, Man. TikTok state. The state has banned TikTok on state devices. The UW Madison, I think, is talking about doing this uh, with campus Wi-Fi. Um, it is weird. Like why in China they limit their use of of TikTok for their kids to forty minutes a day. Uh, China's just trying to get us all hooked to our phones because, you know, but we have free will to do this. And we could, as parents, be like, hey, you turn your phone off. I I wholly admit that I can go down the rabbit hole. And, and I, you and I were talking. My wife certainly does, too. Um, and, you know, we're 50. Um, so, uh, you know, the Wi-Fi component of things is real, though. And so especially, uh, I, I want to say that uh, I think it was last year, TikTok became the busiest website in the world. Yeah. And so if you think about that, that is a tremendous amount of data. And of course, it's all video. So I've said we're in this, this transition period where, where media is changing dramatically because of our bandwidth capacity. But we're also using that bandwidth capacity. So I, I, I'm not real surprised that, like, UW-Madison has chosen to do that. They've Look, got, what, 50,000? What is the nefarious thing that China is doing to us through TikTok? Is it just getting us addicted to the phones, or are they using the, that addiction to then manipulate the, what you know, you talk about to manipulate the algorithm to show you videos to slowly, like, you know what I mean? Like, you can really deep dive into, they're slowly brainwashing you into, they'll, you know, when you scroll, that ends up on your timeline, this video that China wants you to see, you know? Right. I don't know. That's the argument. And we're, we've already experienced it, right? Uh, we already had Facebook do that. That's all the algorithms on Facebook were designed to serve up things that are more appealing, which yeah. is why right-wing became much more right-wing, left-wing became more left-wing, because... We got into our silos, and that's what got fed to us because that's what we were looking at, and that's what we were looking for. Whether China is going to use it, you know, um, deliberately, maliciously, that's a whole hell of a lot of work. Um, I'm not putting it past them. I, uh, I think China is really going to be – it's one of the few things that, for the most part, Democrats and Republicans kind of agree on, that China is a, a threat, potentially some level of problem. Yeah, this is a this is what I wanted to get into too. As we have a spy balloon somewhere in the United States, apparently a spy balloon um, right. that we we're mad that Biden didn't shoot it down. First of all, the idea of Joe Biden driving around trying to shoot something just just picture it. I know I know he's not literally doing that, but hey, why would we why would we shoot the stupid balloon down? Just go fly a drone over there, grab it with a little not a scissors, but grab it with like whatever and fly it down to the ground. And then you have it. And why would you blow it up? We don't. 
because if you blow it up, then we know or we do, we do or we don't know that it's actually from China. It's kind of like when we killed Bin Laden and we just dumped him in the ocean. Like, yeah, okay. That <laughs> right. Uh, that, that was weird. Um, okay. So first of all, these things are massive. Um, so some, some sense of scale, right? These, these things, these balloons are huge. Um, I'm just I thinking, I'm, about- uh, Adam, I'm just thinking of the movie Up and Joe Biden's holding the balloon. <laughs> like he's like, oh, I had it. Perfect. So- Perfect. <laughs> you know, but let's be honest. Um, China, the United States, Russia, and probably, you know, a dozen other countries have military-grade spy satellites that have far greater capacity and capability than this weather balloon. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they're there all the time. When I when so- I first heard about the balloon, I was like, "Was has this thing been lingering from the since yeah. the 80s? <laughs> I just thought it maybe it right. just... Like, oh, it's been floating around and nobody noticed it because it was so high. And so, like, maybe yeah. over Alaska where nobody's paying attention or, you know, literally nobody lives. Yeah, I, 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 there's far, far greater technologies going on than the weather balloon that's floating over Kansas but, or wherever. But my conspiracy theorist self thinks, like, all these little things are like China this, China that. Like, are we slowly trying to get the United States society, us as a society, to be like really pissed at China because we had this general from the the Air Force last week say his gut a leaked memo his gut said that we were going to be at war with China for tw- in the year twenty twenty five and then he you know he was making plans in case we go to war with China and it's like yeah was it, who leaked that probably the dude just to get us like pissed at China so that when we do decide to spend our eight hundred fifty billion dollar military budget uh, per year. On you know, we need a reason for eight hundred fifty billion dollars. Let's get society pissed at China. Yeah, we spend about three times what China does, and uh, about as much as the next uh, twelve to fifteen countries combined, as far as military spending. Yeah. Ch- China is is China is really really interesting. I mean, we could do a whole right. we do a week on it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I, I bring it up like with three minutes to go in the in the show, but I, and I'm not saying like China's like I'm pro China. I'm just like I know people. Who are like there's there was a volleyball player who lived here who she was from China ain't nothing wrong with her but like nope. China does some pretty bad things with their you know workforce in terms of slave labor ish uh, so I get it but like the the whole idea that we're trying to hone society into being like anti Chinese is is just trouble. The, the the next big threat right Russia is not nearly as much of a threat um, I would argue that politicians want to have a a threat military wants yeah. to have a threat right something that they can focus on. Um, Xi Jinping, who's the, the president of China, they've changed their constitution so that he can stay right. in it for additional terms. Forever. Um, he's right. Uh, same thing with, with Putin in Russia. He's uh, incredibly authoritarian. And, but what's, what's changed in the last couple of years there, so China has, right, their economy has boomed. Uh, they're the second biggest economy in the world. They were forecast to, to be the biggest by GDP, um, by total GDP, uh, over the United States, probably by 2030 or so, somewhere in that range. I think that slowed down a little bit. But he is slowing the economy down, um, in large part because as their economy has grown and it, that has provided more opportunity for the 1.4 billion people that live there, um, it's very, very hard to control people once they have money, once they have resources, once they have a taste of, um, you know, the Internet. And uh, that quite literally is scaring the hell out of him. And so he is really clamping down and really pulling back on the Chinese economy. And that's 
going to be interesting for the rest of the world because China is both the largest exporter in the world, but also, I believe, the largest importer in the world. Um, and China's economy, the, their GDP only grew by like three or four or five percent, where it had been like eight to ten percent. Yep. Um, it, we're going to cut you really off. We're going to have to cut you off back. there, Adam, because yep. we were, we're, like I said, we have two minutes to talk about China at the end. <laughs> we'll, just take notes. We'll do it next time. That's Adam Murphy, right. owner, our, our political blowhard. Thanks a lot, Adam. Thanks, Rick. All right, everybody. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening.